This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to to step on the landmines that a lot of us do. Yeah. And you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it. Um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah. So click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to give a little review of uh, Club Colette's in Dallas, Texas. We are. So you, you've already got the Dallas, Texas story. Yeah. We spilled the tea on everything that, that happened in Dallas. Yeah. But what we didn't do is kind of give you an overview of the club and how it works and the amenities yeah. and how to find it and all that stuff that we normally do. Yeah. So if somebody obviously wants to go to Colette's, this would be a good podcast for them to listen to. Or if they're just interested in going to swinger clubs um, and just want to know kind of what it's about and what it's like, this could be helpful as well. Yes. And we've actually been to Colette's one other time. Um, we went in New Orleans a few years ago, right before COVID. Before COVID. Before we had a podcast, before you know we were on TikTok, we went, and it was a good time. So I was pretty excited to go back. Yes, we've been talking about getting out to, to Texas and getting... Um, there seems to be a big community of swingers I feel like out, yeah. out that way. I mean, yeah. I know it's a big state, but uh, definitely. I feel like a lot of people are always like, when are you coming to Texas? So we were like, okay, 
we're coming to Texas and made it happen. Definitely so. got a lot of those type of messages. Yeah. Okay. So a little disclosure before we get started on this particular episode. Yeah. Um, normally, when we've done these in the past, uh, we don't know the club owners or mm-hmm. know anything about the club. Uh, no, we just pick it and go. Right. Basically. This is a little bit different. Yeah. So we um, have actually interviewed Jackie and John as well as met them before. They own Colette's Dallas. They own all of the Colette's. Um, They did not personally invite us, though. We actually just decided we were going to go, and then we reached out to them. To the management. We actually didn't even talk to John Yeah, no, yeah, we didn't even. When we originally planned this, we had not met them. We met them after this was planned. Um. But we 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 have met them, and we have had conversations with them. We've had a podcast with them, so we want to make sure that we like fully disclose that before right. we get into this review. They also did comp us our entry fee. We did not ask for that, but they did. They comped us um, that our entry fee as well as the uh, they gave us the VIP room. Correct, and we didn't yeah. pay for either one of those. Things. Correct. So we just want to be upfront about that. But I think we're going to be very, well, I know I am going to be very, very fair in the review because there's definitely some things that I feel like could be improved, but some, also some things that I really, really liked. So yeah. I think we'll, you know, yes. we'll definitely still be fair. And, but we are, we are big John and Jackie fans. We I are. That, yeah. We love what they've done for the community. So I'm all about them. All right. Yeah. So I think we wanted to get that um, out of way, out of the way to start with. So if you, if you don't know, um, club Colette's mm-hmm. I think we should explain that a little bit and you kind of touched on it when you talked about how we had been to their um their New Orleans location yeah but they are um it's like a brand it's a brand it's yeah. a chain of clubs right mm-hmm. and it's there's four there's Dallas Austin Houston mm-hmm. New Orleans right yeah so four four clubs mm-hmm. uh yeah and and again john and jackie uh been around for a while and they've been in the the, the swinger club business i think on the, you know you can go back and listen to that podcast episode with them but it was something like 20 years they had a, yeah. they used to have clubs in florida uh, and so they've been around the lifestyle and they've been doing the club thing for, for quite a while mm-hmm. yeah and i think i mean like he said in the podcast that he would open a club just about you know he's open right. to branching out i think he's even working on something in mexico yeah, they were working on some yeah. kind of resort or something, I think, in the Mexico. Yeah, so they're definitely growing. Um, like I said before, we loved Colette's New Orleans. I think, like, to... W- no, I think we went to Menage in Nashville first together. Yeah. But it was one of the first few clubs we ever went to it, together. It, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Colette's... And, and they're kind of known um, in the lifestyle to be these kind of upscale mm-hmm. clubs. Um, this one in Dallas is over 8,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely, you know, it is a... Not, I wouldn't say a VIP experience, but it is, it's a classier kind of upscale kind of feeling club, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not in a strip mall, mm-hmm. um, but it's also not in the fanciest place ever, in my opinion. So it's somewhere in the middle, but definitely on the higher end of that. So definitely more upscale than some we've been to. Yes. All right. So if you were in the Dallas area or really in you know any of the locations that you mentioned, how would you find... Um, information about the club or how would you find out um, more? So their website, is it just Colette's.com? It is actually um, ColetteClubs.com. Okay. So um, you can find everything from their website. Their website is actually super user-friendly and Dan and I were chatting before we started this podcast. And honestly, if you're just someone who's interested in lifestyle, their website is a really good place for information. They have a whole... Um, FAQ section, and all of the questions are answered in little YouTube videos. So they're really good 
like even if you're not going to a Colette's club, but you're thinking about going to a club, but if you just want kind of want to know what do I wear, what do I bring, stuff like that, that's a really great resource to go in there and just get information. Yeah, and, and again, having you know, knowing John and Jackie, it seems like you know we always talk about how we got started in the podcast, and it was through TikTok and people mm-hmm. just asking us repetitive questions, and and that made us kind of take the podcasting yeah. the deep dive. Um, John and Jackie, it seems like a similar thing, but they were in the club business, yeah, and people that were either interested in or thinking about attending their club kept asking, I assume emailing them or however they got in touch mm-hmm. with them, but kept asking them a lot of the same questions them and their staff. So they started this open love online platform. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, they have a lot of YouTube videos and stuff like that where, where they've kind of put all their FAQ questions yeah. together and, and tried to answer some of that Well, stuff. and it's really like, to me, it's like a very safe, friendly, you know, it's them two sitting on couch, chit-chatting. So it's very inviting and an easy watch for somebody that's thinking, okay, maybe I want to go to a swinger club, maybe not, I'm not sure. I think that's like a really good resource to have. Um, but on their website, they have different places for each club. You can, um, in order to go to the clubs, you do have to fill out an application prior to going. I did ours for us because that seems to always be my job for some reason. And I think we heard back within 24, 48 hours. To my knowledge, they don't pre-screen you as far as like appearance or anything like that. I don't know exactly what they're checking, to be honest with you. And that's maybe a question that we can ask Jackie and John if we chat with them again, because I know we're going to be on their podcast, but I, I don't know exactly what they're checking, but I've not, never heard of anyone not getting approved. Right. Yeah. It's not like some of the different groups and clubs where they do like a, you know, they want you to, they want you to be a certain age or a certain uh, body Hi. body type yeah. or whatever the case may be. I think they are accepting of everybody. Um, I, I don't know, like you said, what what exactly their screening is if they do some kind of open background check to make sure you're not a yeah. criminal or sex offender. I don't know. But you don't we'll- put a lot of information. It's really just your like your full name. And then it asks if you've ever been to any swinger clubs or any events. It asks for your swinger website name. So if you're on SLS, what your swinger, you know, STC. It, you're basically just kind of giving information like that. And I know there's a, you know, there's a couples application and a singles application. I think there's also like a poly, like a three, like a, you know, a three-way um, application as well. Yeah. Okay. And then let's talk a little bit about um, what does it cost to go to Club, so we Club went Colette's. On and this a, is just the Dallas location. I'm not sure if they're all the same Yeah, price. we didn't look at the other places. But Dallas, it's for a Saturday night, it's $70 for a couple. And because it is a private club, you do have to purchase a membership, which is pretty standard across the board for swingers clubs. I think that's how they're able to operate being a private club. And so a one night membership fee is $30. They have other options like you can do a 30 day and then like a year or three months and then a year. So if you're, you know, local and want to go more often, there's definitely um, other options. But one night is $30 and then Saturday night is $70 for a couple. And so about a hundred dollars a night to get get in on a Saturday night. Yeah. I think Friday's a little cheaper and then the weekdays are obviously even cheaper than that. Yeah. Saturdays for most swinger clubs, for whatever reason, that's the most expensive night to to attend. Yeah. Also the most busiest night to to attend. It seems like for again, whatever reason. Um, but yeah, a hundred dollars for, for Saturday night, which is comparable to like a a trapeze or something like that. Yeah, I Uh, mean, think about like a hotel takeover, you know, they're going to probably be like 200 ish, but you also get a hotel to stay in. So, you know, it's a little cheaper than that, but still, I think that $100 is a pretty good price point yeah. for a night of fun. No, I think it, I think it is a good, um, 
Uh, single males. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Single males cannot come on Saturday nights, but they can come every other night during right. the week. Again, another typical it's thing. standard. Some clubs will only let single males in on certain nights. Some clubs don't let them in on certain nights, but it is pretty standard where they have a couples only night. Yeah. For Colette's, that is Saturday night, which is, again, most clubs Saturday night is couples only. Yeah. Um, I think females, single females, I believe, are allowed in. Yeah, I believe so. Which is, again, pretty typical for yeah. most most clubs. Yeah. We know it's not always, like, I know a lot of single males get frustrated with that. But, unfortunately, that's just, it. I, I don't know how to change that. Yeah, it's a whole. Like, it's like a whole thing. We could we do could, a whole episode on that, I think. But, it's, you know, the unfortunate part is if you opened it up to single males every night, it could be. It gets overwhelming with the it amount does. of single males that attend. It does. Uh, and there are couples that are looking for that type mm-hmm. of experience, and that's why a lot of clubs have nights for that. But um, Saturday nights, they tend to keep for couples. Which I think is pretty fair. I mean, like, that's just one night. Yeah. I mean, I, as a couple that plays with couples, I feel like that's fair. But I'm sure a single male would think that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, it probably depends on <laughs> where you're coming at the problem yeah, from. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, from our perspective, it's great. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, okay. And something different that Colette's seemed to do, and again, uh, we didn't, this is from us wit- witnessing people checking in, but it seems like once you do the online check-in, it gives you like a digital ticket. Yeah, so you can, well, once you, you've been approved, so you get an email that says, hey, you're approved, and I think once you're approved, you can actually just pre-purchase your tickets. So that way, when you walk in the door, they can like scan your, I, I'm assuming it's your email, you probably get some sort of confirmation, they can scan that. So that makes checking in a lot quicker. If you've been to swinger clubs, you know at check-in, it's usually crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of people trying to get in at one time. So it just cuts down the time that you have to wait if you've already pre-done everything. Yeah. And so we did see people, uh, they were going out into the parking lot with like these iPad-y things mm-hmm. and saying, did anybody prepay? And if you did, they would let you, you could come up and I think you were scanning a barcode yeah. or something and they were letting you And I'm sure nights the- like New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day, stuff like Halloween, I'm sure that pre-booking is probably huge. One, they probably sell out. And two, it's probably going to save a ton of time. So I think definitely for bigger nights like that, it would be useful. Maybe if you're just randomly going on a Friday night, it's probably not a huge big deal. But definitely on those bigger events. Yeah, no, which is good because I think uh, I think a lot of swingers clubs are kind of behind the time with the digital yeah, ticketing like thing. Yeah, like Trapeze is probably like that would be one of my criticisms of Trapeze Atlanta. You have to purchase at the door. Right. And you can't apply ahead of time. And so it definitely yeah. clogs up the line. Yeah, and so. even, even some of these hotel takeovers and stuff, like some of them are still doing like cash only and yeah. stuff like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. Um, it's good to see that. So I thought yeah. we, that was worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about security. Yeah. Uh, the security was like really top notch. I know that like where you and I stood was kind of right by the doors. Everyone was checking in and I like made a mental note of how well security they were checking everybody. They were making you open your bags. I mean, I'm, I don't, I guess they're looking for guns. I don't really know, but right. or drugs. I, I don't know what they're looking for, but they were checking everybody. Yeah, so you could, this is a BYOB club, so you could bring your own alcohol, but they were checking everybody's bags, and I assume like what you're saying, drugs and, or drugs and you know, weapons, I would yeah. assume is what they were checking yeah. for, but they, 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 you did not if you walk through with a bag without mm-hmm. without getting checked, and that was, no, that was pretty all. good. Yeah, yeah. so um, I, enjoy, I always like seeing the security. Something I don't have written on here, but you do you want to talk a little bit about the location? Like where it was located in Dallas? and I don't know where it was <laughs> located. Were you drunk? <laughs> No, 
Oh, I just I'm not familiar with Dallas, so I don't know. Okay, where it was no, I meant location. like it's kind of you know it's no. almost a, like in an industrial area, very right. similar to like a trapeze, um, like a chemistry. The same um, Minaj was very, very like a lot of swinger clubs are kind of tucked away. Um, you wouldn't recognize it if you drove by, right? Other than this, well, Colette's had a pretty good sign. You could really it was marked well, but most of the time they're not. Um, but yeah, it was just like a where from the outside it looked kind of like a warehouse. I think it actually backed up to like a window or a granite warehouse. Yeah, some kind of something yeah. like that. No, this was an industrial area kind of part of Dallas. I don't. Yeah. I don't know which. I don't know geographically. I'm not sure where what part of Dallas it was in, but mm-hmm. you are right. It was a industrial kind. I feel of area. like we weren't far from downtown. So when when you're driving through, it's like all these warehouses and stuff. And I think somebody even mentioned it. Might have been Melissa had mentioned to it like. You are in the right place. I like, don't think you're yeah. lost. You're yeah. going the right way. Um, yeah, but if the- you had never been to a swingers club, you're probably like, where the hell am I? But like <laughs> us, because we've been to so many now, it's kind of expected now. It's usually going to be off the beaten path a little bit. Right. Kind of like from the outside, you would never know it was a swingers club until you walk through the door. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, what you did say is a, a positive for Colette's is they actually do have a have an good exterior signage. sign on the exterior. Yeah, because <laughs> we've been to so many and like the Uber's like, where the hell are we? I have uh-huh. no idea where to let right. you out. Zero at. signs, zero indication. Yeah. Like you don't know until you, essentially you walk and through the front door. And it's usually like yeah. nighttime and you're like, yeah. where are you're we in the right place? Some kind of slutty clothes. Yeah, <laughs> you're in heels or in some sort of theme outfit and you're walking around. Yeah, so I was At grateful. least there was a sign there that's, you know, reassured you you were in the right place. Yeah. And there was some other, I don't know if they're strip clubs or there was other clubby kind of things in the area. Yeah, there was like something right down the road. I don't know what it was, but it. It appeared, it just, it, it seemed to fit. It didn't, it was, it was kind of hidden, but also not. Yeah. If that makes sense. That to me, hard it makes for, sense. Yeah, it makes sense to you because <laughs> you know what there. I'm talking yeah. about. But yeah. So it, it's not hard to find, but you got to know what you're looking for. Correct. All right. Um, so once you get your tickets, get checked in, you find the place. Um, really the next thing I think to talk about a little bit is the way in which they do their drinks and alcohol. Yeah. So it is BYOB, which is pretty standard across the board for swinger events bring your own beer bring your own beer and or liquor liquor alcohol um they the difference between them and a lot of other places that i've found is they charge for their mixers yes um that was it you know we didn't know which was fine you know but we just didn't know most places they provide that for you yeah and so you know We'll get a little into this a little bit more, but we stayed in the VIP area and they brought us mixers to the VIP area. Um, my understanding is you could buy the mixers and have them brought to your table if you had a seating area or you could pay for them at the bar. Yeah. Right? That's what it appeared to be. Now, I got a few drinks at the bar and they never like I tipped, but they never asked. But we had but the I, VIP, but we passes, had VIP so, passes. Right. So, so it was a, it's a little unclear to me exactly how it worked, but yeah. it appeared that you could buy a setup and have it brought to your table area. Yeah. And or you could buy it at, at the bar. Yeah. They when were this mi- is where I will bar. criticize, I would rather pay one twenty five <laughs> and not have to and deal not with have to deal with mixers and money <laughs> and try, you know I, that's just me. Yeah. You know, or one whatever you want to charge me. I just that you know, but somebody that maybe only drinks beer or brings a bottle of wine, maybe they they're different right. than me. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but just that me personally, I would just rather it be all included. Charge me a price. Get me in there now. I do get like Red Bulls, stuff like that, that are are more expensive. Yes. I I do understand that those should be an upcharge, but your standard cranberry, pineapple, Sprite, soda water, stuff like that, to me, should be included. Yeah, 
Now, what I will say, you know, comparing this to some other places like trapeze where the mixers are free, but you have to go to the bar and get them and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It did seem like you didn't have to wait because everybody has the mixers at their table. There is no real like fight to get to the bar to get a drink like there is in some places. Well, and but that's still fine. You can still give mixers to take to your table, but just have them be included in the price, you know? So, but I do, I will say though, at some of the other clubs, I like not having to keep your alcohol with you. I like giving the alcohol to them and letting them keep it. Well, they didn't do that at Dallas. I know. I'm oh, saying. Oh, you're saying I like try. You, you enjoy Yeah, I enjoy them having the alcohol because then you're not like hanging out of the club with your bottle of, of Tito's. Yeah. You know, you're not having to tote around because yeah. a lot of times at swinger clubs, we're not in just one location. We're yeah. bouncing around. Yeah. And I mean, there's pretty much an honor system. Nobody should mess with your stuff, but you just never know. Yeah, I guess I have mixed feelings because I like not having. You don't have. I always go get your drinks, so you don't have to do. I with- sometimes <laughs> go and get drinks. Thank you, sir. But uh, so I like not having to do that. But do I, I do always a- go get my own fireball. I do agree. <laughs> I do agree that uh, um, not having to worry about where your stuff is and people yeah. messing with it. That's it's nice so. If it's too. like a catch twenty two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If really, you know. Either way, I think it's okay. But- yeah, it's totally fine either way. It's just a personal preference, I guess, for me. And for you, who doesn't want to wait in line? For me, who does not want to wait in, in line yeah. um, to get drinks. Yeah. All right. I think now what we do is we take a little break. Okay. Hear from our sponsors. Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll give a, kind of an in-depth description of the club itself and the layout and, you know, what we thought of the interior of the club. Okay. All right. We'll be right back, guys. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks. But you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. 
that's where Permescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. All right, guys, welcome back. We appreciate you uh, listening to our the affiliates and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. We love those guys. We do. Um, yeah, and we'll, maybe we'll talk a little bit about some of that later. But uh, okay. back to Club Colette's in Dallas. So you guys got checked in. Mm-hmm. You arrived. You found the place. It was in a warehouse. There was a sign. You're through the front door. No weapons. You got your whip. No your, drugs. You got your mixers. You got your mixers. You, you, pa- you paid, paid a little for. bit of you money for them, <laughs> but you know they're at your table now. You, you you don't have to mess with going to the bar. Um. All right. So let's kind of give you a little walkthrough, a little description of the club itself. I think where we start is um the hub of the the club. the 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 heartbeat of any club is the dance floor. Yeah. So why don't you talk a little bit about the dance floor and the, how uh, Club um, Clubs had that set up? So the so it's two story. So let's get that out. That'll make it is, yeah? more sense. Um, the dance floor on the bottom level was pretty small, but you could still fit a lot of people on there. It wasn't too small, but it was more compact, I would say. Yeah, it, it seemed it, like compared to other clubs, there was a lot more seating area, less dancing area. But I loved how the, the seating area kind of um, wrapped around the dance floor. Which I really liked that. Yeah. So you could be seated, but still very much a part of the party. Yeah. I mean, at some point in time, I think if you were dancing on the dance floor, you might have been jiggling your butt in somebody's face. They also had a part of the dance floor that was a platform that you could get up on that, which we did a few times. Most of the Swinger Society girls ended up on that dance floor. We did, yeah. But it was definitely more compact. But there also was another dance floor upstairs. And it's kind of like a loft. Right, like a balcony almost. Yeah, so you could, when you're dancing on the down downstairs dance floor, you could look up and see the upstairs dance, dance floor. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, like when they played, I don't know, some of those like Cuban shuffle yeah, and all that stuff, yeah. like two stories worth of people are yeah, doing, the it was same, pretty cool. doing the same dance. Yeah, yeah, and the DJ booth is right by the dance floor, which a lot of clubs, you do, almost don't even see the DJ. They mm-hmm. kind of like put them up or away. You could like high five the DJ. You were that close. Right, which, which for half the night was Life of Spice, <laughs> so, which we love him. So yes, we love we him. We like having him close. Yeah. Yes. So um, I liked it. I thought the dance floor was fun. Again, I liked the seating around it. Um, I'm going to say something mean here. All right. They need to get some new couches. <laughs> Do you want to just address this? I was going to wait until we talked about the upstairs, but oh. uh, but we can talk it's about downstairs it downstairs too, babe. Yeah. So, okay. Here, okay. We went into the club with the lights on. Now. Mm-hmm. Yes. I will say, as we've been doing this podcast and as we've gotten access to... Pre-access. we've It loses its charm a little <laughs> when the lights are on. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's just be honest. It's, it does because you get to see what it looks like. And it's not necessarily that one looks worse than... It just, it's just <laughs> an old club. And I'll be honest, the chairs look like shit. I'm sorry, John and Jackie. I would tell you this to your face. They could be... Yeah. They could be replaced. Right. Thrown and, and, out. And, to be fair, the manager, Melissa, 
said something to it because she was walking around the club and um when you we'll describe we might as well talk a little bit about the, about the upstairs lounge at this point so like Lacey was saying there's this upstairs balcony um and there's another dance floor up there and another huge seating area mm-hmm. um and wasn't there even some stripper poles and stuff up on the so, upstairs yeah. i think there was, there was yeah. a couple of stripper uh, but upstairs so downstairs around the dance floor there's white um leather i think yeah. those ones are actual leather or some kind of pleather and then upstairs they're clearly pleather black, black yeah. couches um these couches um are all peeling right yeah um and and some of the people that were there that were like wow these have gotten <laughs> pretty bad is yeah. what some people had said so apparently this peeling couch thing is a pretty new phenomenon within yeah. the last you know year or so i would say if i had one major critique it would be that all the couches need to be thrown out and just replaced <laughs> right and melissa melissa who's the manager did say to us we are working on yeah oh i'm sure they are we are working on getting these replaced something about covid supply no is what she said no, and listen, that's probably 100 that's the yeah. worst thing that we could say about colette's they're doing wonderful i yeah. mean like this is the worst thing I could no, say. No, but that's, you know, this is, again, you know, we, we love John and Jackie, but if, if they want an honest review yeah. is, yeah, if you're advertising yourself as an upscale club, yeah, probably shouldn't have peeling couch. Well, right. and, and to be fair, with the lights off, you do not notice it as much, especially on dark couches. You yeah. don't notice it. So it's really not as noticeable as when you have all these lights on and you're walking through, you're like, well, damn, you know? Yeah. So we still love Colette's. I would go back. I would go to all other clubs every single Saturday if there was one close by. So it's not it's not a deal breaker for me. But if you're going to again, like you said, if you're going to consider yourself an upscale club, you know, or go buy some cush or some covers and throw them on there, you know, like I don't know if that's the way you want to go. Listen, either, I'm trying to be nice, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to be. You just nice. need to get new couches. Yeah, I think that's the answer, and I think they are working on it. I think. I don't know. She said something about COVID or, you know, supply backup. Yeah, I, I don't whatever. know. I don't know the case, uh, but they're definitely aware of it. And I think they're working to to finish it. But yes, I think most of the club, the couches, the red couches seem pretty nice in the playroom. But other yeah. than that, um, most of the I couches the are. the red couches were more of like a velvety, what, were they? Or no, they, they were leather. Oh, okay. yeah. Or pleather. I don't know if they were actual leather or some kind of imitation leather, but they, mm-hmm. they were leather. Yeah. Um, but yes, the couches do need to be upgraded. Um but yeah, the balcony area was, I've never seen a club Mm-mm. like that where you're, I mean, maybe some Nashville of the, the bars, downtown Nashville, there's several well, bars, bal- but right, not right. swinger clubs. Yeah. yeah. So that was, it was very cool. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, the couches. Definitely. Sorry. Are you laughing? No, at me? no. I, I was going to bring it up too. I have it in my notes here. It's oh, definitely something sorry, I wanted, did I skip ahead? I wanted um, to talk about. Okay. Now. So sorry about the couches. Let's move on. Okay. So basically you have an upstairs seating area. You have a downstairs seating area. All open to the music. Mm-hmm. All open. Yes. And then, um, now I will say, so this is an 8,000 square foot club, right? It's a mm-hmm. huge club. But it seemed, you know, in those dance areas, very intimate, like, intimate feeling. Yeah. yeah. It didn't seem like a big 8,000 square foot warehouse by right. any means. It seemed like you were kind of all together and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the DJ and the dance floor is kind of the center of attention. Mm-hmm. But but you still had space to sit and talk. And Yeah. And That's one thing I, like when we were going through the tour, I was like, there's so much seating. There's so many places. Like, I feel like somebody could be on top and you somebody else could be downstairs and you could not see. It's that big but also very intimate at the same time like you could not see somebody and does that make sense what i'm trying to say (laughs) it's very big and you cannot see somebody but it's very close and intimate at the same time i get i know what you're saying because i was there that could be a little confusing to people listening but but yes just trust Um, me it was i think the intimate thing is there's places to sit and to talk and to kind of flirt Mm -hmm. and you know we're 
you're not just standing up packed into an area that where everybody's kind of dancing yeah. and you're trying to scream over the DJ. Yeah. You know, there's areas that kind of break away and sit and talk and communicate and kind of do that flirting kind of, you know, chasing that's fun to do. Yeah. Um, in a lifestyle club. Yeah. All right. So that's kind of the dance area. That's kind of mm-hmm. the social areas. All right. So let's move into and talk a little bit about the play spaces. They had a lot. Again, it, I felt like we were just going down hallway, hallway, tons of play area. Okay. So, uh, Allegedly, there is a locker room, right? Well, we when we were doing our notes for this, I was like, yeah, there is no locker room. But then I looked online and they said there was a locker room. So did we just miss it? We may have missed it. And we, because we were in the VIP area, we just set our stuff in there. So we didn't need a locker. So I, I'm assuming there is lockers and we just missed them in our tour. Right. Because it did say on online there there's a locker room. And I think there somebody did. even said it on TikTok here a minute ago that there was yeah. there's locker rooms. Yeah. So allegedly, there's locker rooms. Yeah. Well, not sure. Can't really. We missed that. Can't part. really review them because I think we missed them. Yeah. But and maybe we walked right. Because th- maybe did you walk through them to get to the place? Hell, I don't know. I don't know either. All right, but let's talk a little bit about the play spaces. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I liked their design because there are several options, and this mm-hmm. is this is kind of nice. So, um, the first playroom that we came into was this red lit room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was what they would call a semi-private room. And this is kind of becoming a trend. I've noticed, you know, like Naughty and Orleans yeah. had this. You know, some of the clubs yeah. are kind of doing this where it's sheared curtains that you can kind of see through. Um, and you can have them open or close. But it's an open space where you yeah. can hear everybody, probably see shadows of what's going on yeah. in the other beds, but still kind of have that privacy feeling of having a curtain physically there. Yeah. And I think that's both both hot for the person playing because you're a little naughty because people may see you, but you still feel like closed in because there's a curtain around right. you. Right. There's a curtain there so people can't come yeah, touch me because I've got this closed curtain. But the person who's watching, it's very hot because you can see their um, shadows through the curtain so you can kind of see what's going on, but not. And, you know, I mean, that could be somebody's kink in itself watching when you're not supposed to. I mean, so I think that's hot and Yes. And so that was the red room was the semi-private room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think another thing which was worth noting, which um, applied to all the play spaces, is they, the way they use these heart-shaped pillows. I love this. Yeah. One of my favorite things. Tell so, me about it. So when a couple is finished in a playroom, you know, an attendant will come and clean it and change it. And they put these really cool heart pillows on the beds indicating that they're clean. So you always know if that this is a clean space or if, you know, it needs to be attended to. So I like that. There's no question. No, that's, I think that was a great idea. Mm-hmm. I almost wish it had like a green and a red or something. I don't know. <laughs> clean, if, dirty. But I don't if, it's, know. if it's on the floor right, yeah. or not in the middle of the bed, right. it's dirty. So, <laughs> so if you play there, don't leave, make sure you kick the pillow to the side somewhere. <laughs> Listen, if you played there and you didn't mess up the sheets and yeah, like, you did it wrong. Yeah. You're not doing it right. Right. And this was in all the playrooms. Okay. Yeah. And then the next playroom that we came to, uh, was blue lit. And I kind of like how they, Use the colors to kind of like, yeah, you know, to clearly define like what space you were in. Yeah, except for I did not remember what color meant what. Okay, you I actually had... went back and looked at the TikToks we made. That's how oh, I figured it out. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, because I didn't, I couldn't remember, so I'd be like, "What is this room?" Right. Uh, but but if you were communicating with a couple, you could be like, "We're going to the blue room," right? Yeah. I think that's what's the nice yeah, part about yeah, it. Yeah, for is, sure. You know, because it can be confusing mm-hmm. in these environments. But anyway. Um, so the blue room is uh, a private spaces, and they're the same kind of beds where they're all in a row, but this time they have actual physical walls between mm-hmm. them. Not thick walls, this like paneling almost. Uh, and then they had solid curtains mm-hmm. instead of the sheer curtains. Yeah. Um, which So again, you, you're in a uh, shared space, but you're but behind. You have privacy. Right. You, nobody could physically see you. 
Now, Which they're still going to hear you. Yeah, and I think this is, like, really important for people that have never been to a swingers club. Like, there are lots of different options. You don't have to go into a big, giant playroom in front of everybody. You can choose your level of comfort. Um, it's very common. If you don't want anybody to watch, you don't have to. You could be in the lifestyle for 20 years and not be pe- comfortable with people watching you. And that's totally fine. So, I love that they have all these different options for different play styles. Yeah, and it's something we've talked about is if you're a new couple and you just want to go... Uh, and you and your wife just end up like in this private play space uh, behind yeah. a solid curtain and solid walls. And you're just having sex with each other. But you can hear mm-hmm. other people. You know, if you've never been in a room where there's a bunch of people having sex and hearing all those it's sounds. It's fucking hot. It's just fucking hot. It's like. Like the first few times that we went anywhere, we did that. Mm-hmm. When we went to um, New Orleans and went to Colette's in New Orleans, we didn't sleep with anybody. We kind of soft swap with a few people. But we just played just you and I. Yeah. I mean, I think the difference with us is we always. We always fuck in a public space. We never really. But that's okay right. too. Right, right. But that's, you know, yeah, yeah. but you can fuck wherever you want. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so I think, yeah, it is important to kind of talk about these spaces and the difference so that people kind of get an idea of what exists in these spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it was, so there's the private room. Um, and then uh, something that's a little different that you don't see in all clubs, a lot of them do have it, but this one had a pretty legit theater. Yeah. Uh, and so it had a big screen projector and lots of leather couches. These were nice couches, not not peeling, yeah, very not nice peeling, couches. Yeah. Um, and you could go in there and sit and watch porn. Yeah. It played various types of porn on the on the to big get screen. in the mood or uh, whatever. You yeah. Want. And there, I, you know, I don't know if we went in there when they had it going, but um, I did. I put my hair. In, we've been in those in rooms before, and there's usually people doing all the things in mm-hmm. that room while watching yeah. watching porn. So that's pretty hot. Um, hot space to have. I think we've even like done it in one of those we rooms. i think that's where we ended up playing having sex in new orleans was in so a theater too. room mm-hmm. we like you said we did some soft swapping in the library mm-hmm. if you've been to the new orleans location and then i think we ended up me and you just having sex in the in the theater room um but yeah that theater space is kind of it's kind of a fun area mm-hmm. um and not not every club has that no. space mm-hmm. so that's kind of unique um and i know colette's i think all of their locations have a theater ish oh, cool. room okay cool. And then here's another thing that I think is pretty uh, staple, Colette's, is the circle bedroom. They do. We had uh, a lot of fun on that circle bed. We had a lot of fun <laughs> on the circle bed. So um, we described this, I think, if you'd listen to the where we tell the, the tea on what happened at, mm-hmm. at um, Dallas. But there's this big circle bed in the middle of this big room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a walled-in room, but all the walls have uh, glass. Yeah. And it's, it's um, two-way glass. You can see in and out. Yeah, so it's... Kind of made for. If I remember right. I think the the New Orleans location was mirrored glass, so you couldn't see out. I can't they can only see in. Which honestly, like that might be kind of. It's kind of better because I'll be honest right. with you. When it's we were playing in that room, and we would look up, and all you could see is people's heads and eyes, because like the way the mir- the glass is, it's you know it I chest like, up, yeah, yeah chest up. So all you can see is people's heads, <laughs> and it's it it can be a lot you know (laughs) like if you're in the moment and then you pause and look out it's like what you know it'll take you out of the moment real quick yeah there's when we were having our little orgy in that circle bedroom there's several people that like just just don't look at the window just don't don't look look up up. just don't look up just keep just keep just do our thing (laughs) but that i mean honestly like that was one of the hottest things i've been a part of yeah so that that's a very i like that space and i think that is a colette's i I think they have that kind of space or something Mm -hmm. similar to that in most of their locations um, now, something I will mention about the circle bed, 
Um, it could use a new mattress. Yeah. <laughs> but few. I imagine circle mattresses are not easy to come by. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure it might be a custom mattress. I'm sure that's a custom uh, mattress. Yeah. There, I think there was a, a ripper or two in the mattress. And it was, I think like it, the sheets came off at one point yeah. and then we got to see what the mattress, not, I mean, it was like styrofoam. So like yeah, some, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah it needs, it needs some help, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I will give them a pass on that mattress because I know that's a custom and I can blame that on COVID. I'm sure. <laughs> Getting a custom circle bed during COVID is probably hard. Yeah. They need a new one, though. They do. Yeah. <laughs> so, critique number two. New couches, new circle mattress. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that room, that space is excellent. Oh, yeah. The whole space. I mean, honestly, I loved all of the spaces. Yeah. Uh, and then I think the only other space in the playrooms that we haven't really mentioned is outside of the circle bed. There's, like, a loungy area, mm-hmm. and they had some red couches there. Um, similar to the ones that are out by the, the white ones that were out by the, uh, dance floor and stuff like that. But I, I assume this is inside the playroom. So it's, you can have full on sex in that area. Yeah. Um, we did ask the question of could, you know, is public play allowed, you know, outside of the playrooms in the, in the mm-hmm. dance area and stuff like that. And I think they told us no, but like, it's not strictly inf- like, it's not as heavily long as you're not having like crazies. Right. Yeah. I don't think you could have like a full on sex or an orgy, but if somebody's giving a hand job or a blow job, I think they kind of, they don't strictly enforce yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. um, which is pretty typical. I think of other places we've been. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. I, I mean, like- I really like their play areas. I thought they were awesome. Lots of options. A good time. Yes. All right. And then the only other space I don't think we've really talked about is the VIP room it's itself. Well, and before we get into VIP room, right outside the VIP room, they have like a photo area, which I really, really oh, yes. liked. Um, a couple of clubs and places we have been to have sort of the thing, but I feel like Colette's executed it well. It's very well lit. It's got a backdrop. Yeah. Um, it's You can totally take pictures out there. It's completely okay. Um, and I really, really like that. Yeah, it's a legit like... Um photo backdrop that says like Colette's Dallas. There's yeah. no like question about what it is. And they have like camera And they lights. have like camera lighting like on it. Uh-huh. Like, so it was awesome, which yeah. I think is, you know, very smart on you there. Can, yeah, you can almost kind of do the like the red carpet photos, mm-hmm. so to speak, uh, in, yeah. that, in that space. It was a great space. So, but right next to that was the entrance kind of into the VIP area. So it is basically just like a big room. Mm-hmm. It has a nice, beautiful bed in the middle yep. and then couches throughout it. A yep. couple of tables, um, like coffee tables and then a, a, like a bar height table. Yeah. So you, we could, we brought some snacks. We had, our, we kept all of our alcohol in there. We kept all of our bags in there. So they actually rent that space out. So if it's somebody, you know,'s birthday or whatever, you want to have a Christmas party for your group of friends, whatever you want to do, you can rent that space out. Yeah, it's very much. It's really cool. I've never seen another swinger club do that. Yeah, it it is a group space, but there's only room for like one group. So it's not like a VIP, like a diamond club at Trapeze Mm -hmm. where like people upgrade to get into that space. It's a one group can rent the space and that's pretty much it. Yeah, right? like if it was your husband's birthday and you and all your swinger friends wanted to go, you could rent that space and everybody just gets to hang out in there. Right, and they, they did comp it for us, but I think I did hear it's something like $500-ish is the price Yeah, I tried to look space. on their website and you have to email them to get more information, but Melissa and everyone that works there are wonderful and I'm sure would be, you know, super quick getting back with you and super easy to work with. Yeah. So, I mean, and I don't know, how many people do you think you could fit back there? I don't know. I thought she said like 30 to 50. I mean, it was, 
it wasn't a huge space, but it wasn't small. And the cool thing about it is not everybody's in there at one at time. The same time yeah. You're kind of coming in and out. So it's kind of like, it's like a shared space, but not a shared space. Yeah. And the other thing I'll say it is the coolest space. <sighs> Oh yeah, in it the was entire a good club. ten degrees cooler in there. So like we would go out to the dance floor, which was very very hot, which is pretty typical. But we would come back to that room and like cool off. And it was it's worth the money just for that that <laughs> yeah, opportunity. Yeah, it was really hot. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, easily I, fifty. I think you can fit fifty people back there pretty reasonably. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I agree. And I don't know what all the VIP includes, but I definitely reach out to Melissa. The ladies at Colette's and they'll fix yeah. you up. I think if you had a group of people going and you, like, like you said, we're celebrating some mm-hmm. kind of occasion, it definitely would be worth getting that. Yeah, for sure. Getting that space, it was very mm-hmm. nice to have. And it's also, you know, I, can, I think that's why I like Trapeze Diamond Club. You can almost step away from the craziness and like, yeah, take a let deep me, breath. Let me cool off. Yeah, let, let me breathe me, a little bit. Let, let me relax. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I always like having that. I'm more introverted, so. I like being able to step away from the craziness. Uh, I think you know, the only thing, other thing I think I can think of now that we didn't talk about was maybe the DJ itself. Uh, so we brought our own DJ, mm-hmm. Life of Spice. He played for I don't, I don't know, like an hour or two, mm-hmm. but the the house DJ was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't have any criticism. I thought he was great. Yeah, yeah, it seemed really good. And the interesting thing about Dallas, and again, we talk about this um, in in the actual the other podcast about this, but. Uh, they go from country music to EDM. Yeah. And they don't care. Like, But I like it. No, for somebody who actually enjoys country music, but also uh-huh. enjoys like the dance upbeat, I personally, like, that's, I'm all about it. So I loved it. Um, I thought they did a great job. I thought Life of Spice did a great job. Overall, I just thought the whole, you know, to be honest with you, after like months of events that have been huge and crazy and wild, Colette's was a breath of fresh air for me. So I really, other than let's get some new couches, I really don't have any major <laughs> criticism about it at all. Okay. Yeah. No, I think it was great. Uh, what would you say? Pineapple score. Eight. Eight. Yeah. I was going to say like eight and a half. Eight. I mean, they're a nine if they upgraded their other I stuff. just think, you know, and we always talk about Trapeze Atlanta. I know people are probably like, Trapeze Atlanta, shut yeah. up. Yeah. You know, but like. <laughs> Which is funny. They've never. <laughs> they've we, never given us anything, anything for yeah. free. Yeah. We pay for everything at Trump. They've never comped us. They've yeah. never, you know. But to me, that says something that. Mm-hmm. But but you're again, you're paying triple the price. Right. So you're going to get triple the value right. for what you're paying right. for. The it's, food and all that's included. Yeah. And all it's of that, very, yeah. very hard to compare something like that mm-hmm. to a Colette status. Now, Colette's holds their own. They do an amazing job. Yeah. So I think with that, I mean, I think Colette should be super proud. Well, and if you compared Colette's to non-diamond trapeze, yeah. Colette's would win. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It would win. Right. I mean, I think uh, trapeze. Which is the same price. Almost the same price, right? Yeah. I, think it's 100, I actually think it's 150 to get in the normal side of trapeze. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it's like 300 to get yeah, back to the get, VIP. Yeah. You also get dinner and stuff like that. Yeah, so, no. I mean... I think Colette's, I think it's a great club. I would highly recommend it for anybody that's wanting to go. I think it's one of those, it's a trusted name, right? Yeah. So if you know, like if you, if you know you're going to a Colette's club, you know, it's going to be a good club, yeah. good quality. Um, they're going to have good security. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, you know, managed well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as opposed to some of these backdoor clubs where you don't know what you're yeah. going to get walking in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think if you're new to the lifestyle and you want to, f- find a first club um you Colette's know is always looking be. for those name brands like trapeze looking for those name brands like club mm-hmm. uh, colette's you know you're gonna get a quality mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. experience, like yeah. quality night, um, going to one of those clubs. So yeah, agree. I, I agree. Eight and a half, I think is what I'd give them. Mm-hmm. You know, if they go through and updated everything, I think they'd be somewhere in the nine range. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I had a great night at, at Oh, it was so Colette's. much fun. One of my favorite nights. Very obviously. relaxed, very low key, exactly what the swinger needed. All right. All right. So um, we got a little bit of time left. You want to talk a little bit about um, updating people on what's going on and what we got going on next? Yeah, so we um we have been under attack lately. <laughs> attack? Yeah. Wow, so. All of our TikToks have been That's taken true. down. I lost my Snapchat. I was banned from Venmo. Like, how the hell do you get banned from Venmo? Like, for life, y'all. For being a whore. I can't even make another, like, <laughs> personally, I'm banned from Venmo for life. Like, I'm screwed. But um, we've just, it's been a rough week in this couple of weeks, yeah. yeah. Um, we've just lost a lot of, we've probably lost 300,000 followers plus, um, Snapchat's pretty normal, you know, that's, you know, every month and a half or so. So that's not a big deal, but so I'm sure you can link all of our stuff so they can find the the latest. We'll get all the new links in the show notes of this episode. Yeah. Yeah, So if you've lost us on one of the socials, just know that we always make new ones. We always come back. So. Yeah. And to be fair, it's not just, it's not just us. It seems like TikTok has, I don't know if they've reinvigorated their policing or they've definitely um they've gone after a lot of Either people that or we've pissed someone off <laughs> yeah. one of the two or I'm both not, or both yeah hell i don't know so that's happened um we do have some upcoming events we've had about four or five weeks off so which is it's crazy we needed it yeah we were a little do you feel out. refreshed i'm a little are yeah. you ready to be a whore yeah i'm getting there <laughs> we still have about 15 days so you know I think I could use the next 15 days, but because after that, we have a laundry list of events to do. So we are going to be um, at Secret Sensations event in Pittsburgh, October 21st and 22nd. We are teaching a class. The hotel is completely sold out. However, the overflow is sold out, sold out, Um, but you can get day passes and you purchase them the day of. So So if you can find an Airbnb or I heard the next closest hotel is like 30 minutes away, but uh, if you still want to come, uh, you can get day passes. Yeah, so we're super excited about that. I think I heard something crazy, like a thousand swingers. Is that is that number she right? She said they can hold up to two thousand. Wow. is what she said. Gosh. So I mean, what is that like a thousand couples? So yeah, I mean, it, a lot of people are going, and we're pretty excited. This is the furthest north we've done any kind of events, so we're pretty excited to be a part of it. Excited to teach our class. They reached out to us like eight or nine months ago, so yeah. this has been a long time coming. So we're Super excited. Yes. So that, and then we have the eye candy event in Pigeon Forge. Which is, I'm personally super excited about. Super excited. Like, we're all super excited. It's November 18th and 19th. Um, Pretty much everybody's going. Like, that's going to be a big one. Um, As of today, this is, we're recording this on Tuesday, October 4th, I believe. Yeah, Tuesday, October 4th. They have 24 rooms. Yeah. left so those are going to sell out i imagine they'll be sold out by the end of the week uh so but you can get tickets at the door mm-hmm. or you can pre-purchase them online the cool thing about pigeon forge is there's an endless supply of hotels and cabins and Airbnbs that would be so that, much yeah. fun if a group of people got an air you know got a place to stay on the mountain so that's super excited we are so happy to be partnering with them they've been so kind to us and if you um when you Go to book if you put TSN in the show notes or in the show notes <laughs> in the comment section. Yeah. They're going to group all of our hotel rooms together. As best they can. Yes. As best they can. So definitely get that. Okay. What else? Bliss. 
we are booking, we have booked Bliss Cruise for November 2023. We're going, um, we're, however many of y'all want to come with us, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We are on the ninth floor. Deck nine. Yeah, so if you would like to book, you can go to swingersociety.net. Book through our affiliate so we know you're coming. Because for the ones that book with us, we're going to do a couple of things together. It's still over a year out, so we haven't really planned exactly what we're going to do together. But we're going to do some fun things. We're going to do some fun things. We'll go to some bars. It's our first Bliss. We're excited. Our first Bliss cruise. Um, and Bliss, um, they did lift the COVID um, requirements. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be vaccinated. Which is huge. Uh, and so, from my understanding, is tickets have been flying off the shelves they've they've been yeah um selling pretty quickly um so i know we're over a year out for the Mm -hmm. bliss cruise but um don't expect to be able to book close to the event Bliss always sells out bliss if you don't know if you've not heard of bliss definitely give them a google they're kind of the number one swinger cruise and so when we decided we were going to try for another cruise we knew we had to partner with the best people and so we immediately thought of bliss cruise so we're super duper excited to go on this you know as a group um the cool thing about them is they do offer a payment plan so at this point it's a year out year and a month so this you know depending on what you're paying you could just be paying a few hundred dollars a month so it definitely makes it a little bit more affordable when you can break it up yeah. Each month. And mm-hmm. pre-COVID, it was pretty standard for the Bliss Cruise to sell out a year oh, in advance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was people, like, fighting to get the tickets as they were re- released and things yeah, like that. Yeah, they have one so. in April, and it's – I don't know if it's sold out, but it's basically – there's not very many rooms available. So, that one will definitely sell out. So, yeah. So, come book on the ninth floor. Stay with us. Hang out with us. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready for all this stuff coming up? No. You're not ready? You got all your outfits? You good to go? No. <laughs> okay. I have the next event's outfits. I need to work on the one after that. But yeah, I'm oh. excited. All right. Well, mm-hmm. anything else you'd like to share I don't think with so. the nation of swingers out there? I don't there? think so. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming back and follow us on all the new TikToks and all the new places. Um, you know, it's a constant battle to, to stay up and to keep our message out there. But uh, we're going to do it because that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, not going anywhere and we appreciate everybody that uh keeps <laughs> keeps finding us yeah uh after we go down so mm-hmm. i think that's it guys uh and with that in a world full of apples be the pineapple be the pineapple guys bye bye if you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us leave a five-star review wherever you're listening if you want to see more of our content you can find links to snapchat twitter instagram only fans and more in the show notes Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.